Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thanks very much for checking in with us for this Wednesday, September 29th, 2010. This is our 411th podcast. We're going to cover some Hawaii vacation news, talk about our Hawaii vacation, I mean our Mexican vacation, and do a compare and contrast between a Mexican cruise and Hawaiian cruise. We're also going to go over packages that have been booked in the last 24 to 48 hours, so stay tuned for that. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii-Aloha.com. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. You can also find us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Aloha Bruce, A-L-O-H-A-B-R-U-C-E. Follow me along there, and also check out our Facebook pages, Hawaii Aloha Travel. Just key it in like that, all one word, and you'll find us there on Facebook. Just a beautiful day in Hawaii, Nay, and to prove that, let's take a look at the crater cam right now. Sunny skies, about 85 degrees. It's a little on the hot side. There you can see somebody enjoying a banana boat ride. A look at Diamond Head Crater from the east side of the island here in Honolulu. Just a beautiful, gorgeous day. It's so glad you're with us, and we've got a lot of ground to cover. And so I am just going to jump right into it. Aloha to some of the folks here in the live chat. Remember, we do this every Wednesday and Friday. This is our Wednesday edition. We try to go live around the 1 o'clock hour, so you can depend on it. Get involved with us. You'll be very happy that you did. Also, check out our blog, which has daily content updated for you. We have a new search engine on there, so you can search more efficiently for different topics. There's now categories there, so you can uh, search by category. We're really excited about uh, all the progress on our blog. So check that out, hawaii-loa.com slash blog. You can also catch this on iTunes. So subscribe to us on iTunes. We've got a lot of iTunes, listener, iTunes listeners. Also download our iPhone app if you haven't already. It's a Aloha Bruce app. I actually have a bunch of really cool comments on that thing. Yeah, I was surprised. I was checking it out last night. People commented in saying they, they like it. It's really a reflection of the blog, but you can carry it around with you. You can always keep it updated, and mm-hmm. it's a fun thing to have. Yeah, updated. You a Hawaii yeah, yeah, exactly. So do I look like I was on a vacation at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, am I tanner? Yeah, darker. I think I'm a little darker. Mm-hmm. You know, I look what I got. I got a, a tat. Tattoo? A tattoo on my arm. Yeah. I also got one here. I went crazy with the tattooing. <laughs> no, they're not real. Uh, are you kidding me? I'm such a chicken. I would never do a real tattoo. I'm afraid of needles, for God's sake. You can't, I won't even do uh, acupuncture. I'm afraid they're going to stick me in the wrong place. And I don't know. But anyway, let's get right to it. First, I want to do a shout out. I want to do a shout out to Donna. <clears throat> excuse me, Donna Berry. Uh, Donna wrote on our Facebook page, she said, we just returned from our 10-day trip to Maui and Oahu. We booked everything through Hawaii Aloha. Everything turned out as planned. No slip-ups, no mess-ups. Everything perfect. Thank you for doing an excellent job. Kalei was our agent. Everything was set up just as it was told to us. Everyone was where they needed to be to pick us up. 
transport us and had a wonderful experience. The hotel condo was great. Lahaina Shores was a perfect location. Outrigger on the beach, Waikiki was gorgeous. And she would use Hawaii Aloha Travel again. So big mahalos. And a big shout out to Donna Berry. Donna, thank you very much. Now let's get into talking a little bit about some news, and then we'll get into today's topic about Hawaii cruise versus a Mexican cruise. Hawaii Five-0, of course, is in the news again. The last couple of episodes did really good in the ratings, of course. And that's giving the Hawaii Visitors Bureau... Um, where was I? <laughs> that gives the Hawaii Visitors Bureau uh, reason to have a luau in their pants. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote here. Yeah, they're all excited. Everybody's excited. Of course, the tourism is very excited over this Hawaii Five-0. I enjoyed last night's episode. Well, Monday night's episode. Even though it's pretty much of a fantasy show. And that's the thing about this show. It's not your typical cop show. And don't expect it to be. You're not going to have that kind of empirical type of show that we see today. Like numbers, where they're dealing with numbers. And, you know, and um, some of these shows, CSI, it's not that kind of show. You know, I mean, it's fantasy. I mean, who gets arrested on a kidnapping thing in the middle of Waikiki on the beach? It just doesn't happen. So, you know, this is not that kind of show. And it's all about the characters and the fantasy of it. So there's been a lot of criticism, especially about last night's uh, Monday show. Um, but um, if that's the kind of show, it's not going to be your kind of thing. But I thought it was great. I had fun watching it. And of course, it's it's hard to concentrate on the show when you're you're looking at all these scenes from Hawaii. And you're, I know that place. I know that place. A couple of friends were in this episode. Paul Klink, a friend of mine, was the, was the tourist in the elevator. You know, when they stormed in there and they were going to kill, you know, there was some sort of, uh, you know, that, that guy was going to kill everybody or whatever. It was kind of cool. Um, so did you get some pictures of that while yeah. we were doing it? Okay. All right. Um, here's some interesting new Hawaiian Airlines and Delta have signed a code share agreement. And that's going to give Delta passengers access to inter-island connecting flights with Hawaii for the first time. And this is really good for us here. Because very often we put people on our bulk program and we have to use Hawaiian Air, which is cheaper very often for the inter-island air. And then we have to collect that money because we can't use it as part of our bulk air program. So now with Delta and the code share, <clears throat> we, can, we can get people. Why am I coughing all of a sudden? We can, uh, yeah, we, can, we can make it easier for you and you don't have to come up with that money for the inter-island airfare, which can be very expensive. So that's really, really good no news. By the way, uh, Delta is offering some nonstop flights between Honolulu and Detroit, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Atlanta, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Salt Lake City. They also have nonstop service from Los Angeles to the Big Island. So that's good to know. Nonstop is the way to go as, as often as you can. And speaking of airlines, it had to come to an end sooner or later. And after years of being the only survivor to serve meals on their planes, Continental is now food free. So they bailed on us. That was one of the reasons why I loved, especially those long transpan flights. I mean, you know, between if you're going to go on a long flight from the East Coast, at least you could get a meal. You know what I mean? No more. No more. No more. So that's the end of that. The days of free peanuts and three-ounce bags of pretzels are over. So, um, unfortunate. I guess that's part of the big merger 
that's happening between Continental United. Yeah. And, and same actually, with points and everything. All the points now I are getting, will, yeah. I already got a notice. The Continental. Yeah. Uh, points will be N. Yeah. And also we got a from Amrafe's president. All those yeah. Yeah. A lot of the. Yeah. All of it is ending and switching over. So. Yes. So be looking for that. In days to go. I wish I had a camera to shoot on you there. Anyway, it's beautiful out here. Let's uh, let's take a look again at that crowd. Okay, it's just gorgeous. Look at it. Uh, there's people. Just, you know, this is the kind of thing you can expect when you come to Hawaii right now. So if you're planning a trip, just beautiful as we get into the fall here in Hawaii. Nate. So let's get into it. Yaling and I, we just got back from our Mexican vacation. We went on the Mexican Riviera cruise on the Royal Caribbean, the Mariner of the Seas. There's a picture of it. It's pretty nice. Uh, we've gone to Mexico a couple of times, but we never actually cruise there. And I've talked about uh, Mexico in general as a destination. So a lot of you know how I feel about that in the past. So today I think I'm just going to focus on the Hawaii cruise versus the Mexican cruise. And if you're thinking about which one to take, I'm hoping that this is going to help you decide. Obviously, you know, to be fair, I am a Hawaii travel agent. You know, I am partial to Hawaii. I'm not going to make any bones about that. But in my analysis here, in my talking here, I'm trying to give it to you from a person who just went on the cruise and try to be as objective as possible. It's kind of hard for me because I really think Hawaii is just so much of a better place to go. Um, also keep in mind as I, as I discuss this here today that I'm talking about, when I talk about Hawaii cruise, I'm talking about the Norwegian pride of America, seven day sail, not the cruises that come across and you spend eight days sailing. I don't recommend those. We don't recommend those. And that's the most popular cruise that we offer. And we just have experienced a lot of this and we don't recommend our clients do it. And unless this is, unless you're a seasoned cruiser and that's exactly what you want to do. And that's kind of going to be the thesis of the thing today, because, um, it really is all about the experience that you're going to get here in Hawaii. Now, while we're talking about this, let's discuss first the ships themselves, the Royal Caribbean or the princess line, or maybe the Holland line. They are nicer ships in general than the ships you're going to find here, the Pride of America, which is a nice ship. There's a there's a Royal Caribbean. I mean, it's a huge ship. The one we went on is the Mariner of the Seas. You know, it can hold up to 4,000 people, 3,000 passengers. There's a strong ratio between staff and the, uh, you know, the customers. And so look at that thing. I mean, it had inside a huge mall in the middle. It was really, really gorgeous. And you can eat 24-7. And you can eat, yeah, you can eat 24-7. And it's really, really a great cruise. Now, in taking this Mexican cruise, it really confirmed everything I've been saying about these cruises all along. And why I don't recommend people take cruises across the Pacific and spend a lot of time at sea. Because we spent the first uh, two days at sea, and then all of a sudden there was a tropical storm. So because of this tropical storm, our entire inter uh, itinerary got reversed. And guess what? We spent three days at sea. So I got to really see what it was like when you have to spend a long time at sea. And it pretty much goes like this. Bingo. <laughs> Belly flopping contests. 
um, napkin folding, uh, puffy eye and circle under your eyes, seminars. Um, and I was laughing because one of the days they had one of those, they really did a, a, a napkin folding and puffy eye and circle under your eyes seminar type thing. And, but, but to, to the credit, the ship does really do a great job and they find a lot of things for people to do. There's really something to do every five minutes. I just am not the type that's going to do some of these things like, you know, dress up like it's the seventies and go to some 70 thing. Or, you know, one day they had a scavenger hunt. I'm not going to go running all over the ship looking one day. They, 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 they may, you know, everybody got, they, they said, put everybody in teams and they made videos. I mean, you know, just some really silly things that I would just never, ever, ever do. They had a, um, best man's legs contest. I mean, just anything they could think of to do, they were doing. And then on this last day, on this third day, when they had no idea they were going to import, they had to invent. Yeah. Yeah. Chef, chef came out and go, I mean, you, you just name it. And, and so it's really was an interesting cruise and, uh, you know, I'm just not much for the, for the things on the ship. We spent a lot of our time in the gym. We'll talk a little bit about dining on here. On the Hawaii cruise, you have this freestyle dining, so you can go anytime you want to the restaurant. This becomes very important because you're going to be spending a lot of time on land. We had this 8.30, we had to be at, at dinner every night. And you know what? We only went to dinner once in the main dining room, and it wasn't that great. And here's the thing. With the freestyle cruise, it's a set tipping amount. It's, I forgot what it is already. It's like 13 bucks a day. And on the Royal Caribbean, on these other ships, they don't have fixed tipping. And so what? Everybody is like overdoing it too much, you know? Because you know what? They want to tip for every little thing you do. So like, it's just, you know, it's really, it's a little too much, you know? And then everything costs money on the ship. Everything costs money on the ship. Even the specialty restaurants that we went to ended up costing us 70 bucks out of pocket, even with everything, because you got a tip and it costs uh, 20 bucks a person. And if you drink wine or, or anything, you know, it was like 70 bucks. It wasn't that cheap, you know, in the specialty restaurants. And they only had two specialty restaurants compared to several on the Hawaii cruise. So that to me is a, you know, an important difference between the crew, uh, two cruise ships, just in general, just, you know, in, in general. So here we are we're on the third day. I'm like, I can't wait to get off the friggin' ship because I needed internet. I was like, we're drawing from technology. And so I had to get, couldn't wait to get off the ship because I figured it'd be a pretty good connection, but there really wasn't great connections, internet connections at all throughout. And I think that's the same on the Hawaii cruise, but we, uh, we got there. We did it. It was great. Um, first, so they reversed the itinerary. And the first day, we were in Puerto, Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> I know I butchered that. Butchered that. Um, and and instead of doing like tours with the cruise line, <clears throat> we just got off the ship and we got a uh, tour guide. And we went for a city tour. And we went yep. through it because I really was kind of like, just want to do that. What's that? Yeah, there's the city. There, There's Puerto Vallarta. And you can see the city was kind of dirty in a lot of places. I have to say that. And in some parts, it kind of looked like a third world country almost. And uh, the tour consisted of going to various homes like this home. This is, And, you know, in, in Mexico, every ho home has its own name. So this was like uh, Casa del, you know, Fisher, whatever. 
you know, different houses. And then we ended up going to a nice rainforest. There's a picture of it there. It's Nogalita is the place. There's a pretty river there. And again, we were just pressed for time. Everywhere we go, we seem to be pressed for time because we got to get back to the ship. There's not a lot of land time. You only have a few hours in each port, which unlike the Hawaii cruise, you have a lot of land time, a lot of time between ports. You don't, you don't feel rushed. In fact, we were exploring so much, we missed our little lunch there, so we couldn't get our lunch. And then uh, we were off to do some tequila tasting. We went to this place right here, which was Nister Tequila. Nister tequila. It was a lot of fun. And that was really a, a great time because I do love my tequila. And we found some great tequila and tasted it. And um, it was yummy. We, we really enjoyed the tequila. And I actually brought back a couple of, uh, a couple of bottles back with us. And this wonderful Real tequila, and it's all made fresh there. I mean, forget Jose Cuervo. That is not really tequila. That's like only 50% tequila. And, you know, I, yeah, I'll show the people the bottle later. But, you know, it's it's made from real agave. You know, agave is the plant that's used to, to make tequila. And it was I actually learned a lot about that. But, again, the whole thing seemed really rushed because we had to get back to the ship before it departed. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, a lot of potholes. The roads weren't that great. And it was just, it was just, uh, it was fun. I don't want to get you wrong. But you know what? Hawaii has it beat hands down. For example, that rainforest, if you compare that rainforest, which was nice compared to just a little rainforest here in Hawaii, like up in Manoa, you can't even compare it. It's so much more lush and beautiful here and easy to get to. You don't need to take, you know, shuttles and stuff to get to it. You can do it yourself. And you won't feel bad about that. So, I, you know, Hawaii has Mexico beat hands down. And um, it was nice, but, um, you know, Nogalita, the, the water there in, in, in Mazalan. So we were in um, Puerto Vallarta. The water in Puerto Vallarta really wasn't blue, you know. It's more like brownish. Yeah, because the Yeah, yeah and, and there's a lot of rain runoff because it's a rainy season. Um, the second day we were in Mazalan, we went horseback riding there, got some pictures of that. And there was really only one option that we could find. The ranch was advertised to have a beach, but there was actually no beach where we went. Um, and guess what? We were stopped by military police on the way. They were like, Ooh, they stopped the van. They checked it out and they had big guns. It was kind of scary. And then when we got there, there was some sort of miscommunication and uh, in all in all, we had to wait like two hours. We were delayed at this hacienda. It was beautiful there, though. You can see us. We finally did get to get on the horses and go horseback riding. And there's the hacienda that we were at. And really kind of beautiful, beautiful colors, but run down. And that pool, I wouldn't go in the pool. It was just too yucky. But we hung out there and we had a nice lunch. The food was unbelievable there. Really, really good. Yeah. I want to also mention that I got this sugar substitute made out of agave, which if you can get it, I don't know if you can get it here in the United States, but it's really great. It lowers your cholesterol. I wish I would have gotten an extra bottle of it. But, you know, you can see we had a great time there. It was uh, on. Also, there was an agave farm there. But, you know, here, if you compare a tour like this with a tour in Hawaii, you're not going to have this rushed thing. You're also going to have more choices for horseback riding than they had. And if they say you're going to go to the beach, we're going to take you to the beach. And we've got lots of beachfronts where they can do horseback riding. We were out in the middle of nowhere in, in Mexico. So, uh, you know, it was okay. It was okay. And then um, the next stop, actually, I'm confusing Mazalan with Puerto Vallarta already, but Mazalan, 
uh, was the place that we did the, uh, you know, the Hacienda and the horseback riding and all that fun stuff. And you really can't match the beauty here as compared to uh, Hawaii. And then, you know, you stop at this place called the Golden Zone on your way back, which is this giant tourist trap. And people are really hungry there for money. It's like everybody's rushing at you. You know, sometimes I think Waikiki gets pretty bad with people handing you the flyers and stuff. But there was, oh, just too much. Just too much. Yeah, yeah, push you in, go here, go there. You know what? I just didn't want to go. I just couldn't get wait to get out of there. I don't like to be pressured on my vacation. There's a picture there of the beach there um, in uh, Mazalan. If you can show it there, it's, yeah, it's this one right here. This one. Yeah, that's the beach in Mazalan. That one right there. Yeah. No, this is a ranch. Oh, well, there's a. I have a shot of it. It's you know you can see this beach there, and if you compare that, I was just going to compare that to the the Waikiki. It does not compare. I mean, but the beach was covered with people. No, not that one. There's another one. Yeah, you got to go down. But anyway, it's. We'll show you show you a picture of it. It it doesn't compare, and it's really kind of um, you know rustic. You know, and lots of people begging for money and stuff around there. So, you know, it was okay. It was okay. And then on the final day, we went to Cabos. Now, Cabos is gorgeous, I have to tell you. It was the most beautiful of all the stops we had. The water was clear. It was beautiful. We took these water taxis. They have these water taxis that take you out here. And we ended up going to a place called Pelican Beach. And this is a gorgeous, beautiful, pristine beach. Hundreds and thousands of tourists there. Lots and lots of tourists all over the tourists all over the beach. And we got there at around eleven. And you can kind of see you can see the ship there. That's actually the carnival ship. That's the um mm -hmm. uh, Splendor. The Splendor was also there at the same time we were there. Yeah, exactly. And if uh and what was I gonna say? So yeah, again, we got there at around eleven o'clock in the morning. And then we had to be back on the ship by 2.30, so we had to be kind of finished by 1, 1 30. So, again, rushed. I didn't feel, I could never get relaxed because every time I got to a destination, I knew I had to get back to that boat. I need to hurry up. I need to get my stuff, you know. And, and you know what? If you're on vacation and you're coming to Hawaii especially, you want to get into the relaxed environment that we have here. That's part of, of uh, Hawaii. And to me, that's part of a vacation. I don't like going port to port and having all this limited time it's to me it's a huge neg neg negative and i and i think if i the big takeaway for you is that that's the big difference between the cruises is simply the land time uh, don't look at hawaii cruise as like a cruising type cruise where you're on the ship all the time and you're going to be going to play bingo and going to the casino by the way the smoking was awful on the ship i mean i just couldn't take it I was in the casino, and that was probably a good thing. <laughs> Get me out of that casino. I go in the casino 20 minutes, in 20 minutes, I'm like choking from the... So, anyway, yeah. any other any questions? I mean... Will you recommend a trip straight to Cabo? Um, I, think, I think so. I think Cabos is really gorgeous, and I yeah, would recommend maybe doing that. This picture? Yeah. We will see it. Do not. Yeah. This area? Yeah, that area. Yeah, it's all the hotel. The right. Beach. Yeah, all the hotels, I yeah, they, I had a picture of it, but you can see a whole stretch of beach, but the beach are sharp dips. Again, I would only recommend it if you're just going to completely chill out. If your goal is to really see stuff, then I, I, don't, I just don't recommend Mexico. It's like, it's like 
Mexico is the Volkswagen and Hawaii is the Cadillac. I mean, you just, it's so hard to compare the two. So, I mean, if you had to go to Mexico, Cabos is certainly gorgeous. It's very nice. Yeah, it's, the, water. I mean, the water, look at that water. I mean, it reminds you of Hawaiian water, but you don't have the, the same kind of um, environment. Let's put it that way. And, and uh, you could go jet skiing for an hour for 70 bucks, though. No, the jet skiing got no limit. Yeah, you can go anywhere. Yeah, anywhere, anywhere. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I would. And, and um, I know I'm repeating myself a lot, but I really wanted to drive home the, the big difference. Uh, and that is the main thing with the Hawaii versus Mexico cruise. So hopefully that helps you out. We'll, I'll be doing a full-on blog post of it. So you go to the podcast page, you'll have my full review and all the stuff that I forgot to tell you here and some of the pictures that we have. We are running way, way over time which I thought we were going to do today because of all the stuff I needed to share. So let's get right into going to over some packages that have been booked in the last 24 to 48 hours. So if you're planning a trip to Hawaii, this is, uh, listen up here. Uh, first package is for two people, December 22nd to the 29th, coming in from Chicago, going to Honolulu, staying at the Pacific Beach Hotel here in Oahu. Ocean view room with third night free breakfast for two economy car, Keep in mind these dates are over Christmas, $3,065, not bad, $1,500 a person for those kind of dates. So congratulations to Hui and Nan Zhang. We appreciate your business. We say mahalo nui for being part of our ohana. That's our family. We do appreciate it. Want to congratulate Melissa to over at Extension 33. Thank you, Melissa. Next package is for two people. Coming in from Seattle, going to Honolulu. Travel dates are October 12th to 19th. Coming right up here, staying at the Aloha Surf and Spa. Partial city view room, lay greeting and transfer. Total package price, $13.47. $13.47, another great deal, last minute booking. Want to congratulate the Andersons, Sherry and Eddie. Thank you very much. We do appreciate it. We know there are a lot of choices. And thank you very much for choosing Hawaii-Aloha.com, where we have agents located right here in the 50 estates. When you deal with us, you're dealing with people that live here, that work here, that understand these islands intimately. Our agents know what they're doing. So give us a call and do it right. 1-800-843-8771. Final package for one, two, three, four, five, six people. And this is coming from Shreveport, Louisiana to Maui. Wow. Staying at the Aston Kaanapali Shores in a two-bedroom. Listen, look at this. Look at this price. This is for May 25th to June 1st. May 25th, June 1st. Total package price, $66.83 for one, two, three, four, five. I got that right. Six people. <laughs> and this is the this is the reason. And you, you, you really, people, you got to start thinking about summer vacations it gets so busy here we get so many people that are disappointed and they get so confused with the pricing as it gets into the summer months so here's an example put the deposit down for just a few dollars you can get your uh, package locked in and then start paying for it over time we're very flexible and we can make it very easy for you so congratulations to the colon family uh taylor angie pamela James, Ernestine, and Latonia. Latonia. Aston Connapoly Church. You know that's a gorgeous property. We just saw that again. Two bedroom. Ocean view. 
with the minivan. So these guys have a great trip planned. So you can do it too. You know, that's what we're all about. We're all about helping you plan a really memorable vacation. It's not a cheap vacation that you want. You want it memorable and you want to get good value for your dollar. And that's exactly what we do here. So get involved with us. We're going to wrap it up. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll be back again on Friday. In the meantime, please check out our blog and our podcast page. And also just uh, you know, start doing your homework and your research. We have it all there for you. So that's going to do it for my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at hawaii-aloha.com and Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're going to say aloha and mahalo.